0: As it is nearing the actual first year of us starting our podcast network for everyone, I am watching us near 800,000 downloads across the network. I can't help to wonder why we barely make any money off of the affiliates. If you aren't sure what an affiliate is, I will explain in this episode. Episode 8, Welcome to the Bazaar. My name is Jeremy Quintanilla. This is the story of my life as I build my family business, dive into politics, figure out how to leave a legacy, and all the other adventures life has in store. You're listening to Age of Jeremy, Season 2, Tribe. can't help to think all of that I don't know about marketing, and more so with affiliate marketing. If there's one thing that is humbling being an entrepreneur, it's that you really start to realize all that you don't know. And man, I don't know a lot. What is affiliate marketing? Affiliate marketing is an arrangement by which an online retailer pays commission to an external website for traffic or sales generated from its referrals. Let me give you an example. We have relationships with Barnes & Noble, it, Blue Apron, Great Choruses, Cabela's, Fabletics, and many others. They provide us content and links for us to provide to our tribe and to our listeners. If someone clicks on a link and purchases something within a set amount of time, well, then Age of Radio makes a commission, and then we split that with our hosts. Sounds pretty easy, or at least I thought. I suppose that is how things go. We should in the year around 800,000 downloads. It is sometimes difficult to come up with how many unique subscribers you have with podcasts. Now, from our calculations, we are somewhere around 30,000 subscribers with each subscriber listening to two to 2.5 of the shows on our network. And those are national averages. That's why we used them. Now, before we go forward, we have to think of what would a good conversion rate be? From my research, I have heard everything between 0.5 and uh, 2.5%, all the way up to 5%. Now, I'm very liberal, but super conservative when it comes to numbers. There is a great article on cospot.com that puts the number about 0.5 to 1%. If we go with the average of that number, I would say about 0.75% is a good conversion number. Does that mean we should have converted uh, 0.75% times 30,000? Now remember, 30,000 is our subscriber base to uh, conversions. That means we should have converted 225 people, right? Well, not exactly. This number is only good based on if a subscriber saw the actual link. In our case, links aren't put into all show notes, and not all subscribers slash listeners go to our webpage. There is also the problem that not all the shows have links in them. So how much of our tribe slash audience slash listeners actually saw the links? An affiliate network acts as an intermediary between publishers and merchant affiliate programs. Age of Radio uses uh, two. We use CJ Affiliates and Impact. Now, their web apps track impressions. An impression is when someone sees the affiliate link. Um, The great thing about these web apps is they also count the clicks. This year with CJ Affiliates we had 8162 impressions, 51 clicks and five sales. This equates to a conversion of 9.8%, which is technically amazing. However, I used our QuickBooks affiliate to get accounting set up for October Revolution Corporation and uh, another project that I'm working on. And we'll talk about both of those in uh, probably later seasons. Now, Impact had 13,667 impressions, with around 56 clicks and four sales. So they resulted in similar metrics, which kind of makes sense since they are mixed in with each other on the website. Now, from a success standpoint, just because we didn't make a lot of money doesn't mean it was a complete failure. Although Age of Radio was founded towards the end of 2017, we really didn't start doing anything until 2019. And we didn't start affiliates until around the end of 2018, and I definitely didn't know what the hell I was doing, especially back then. So to go from zero impressions to around 1,000 a month, that technically is something uh, something to be a little proud of. So to answer the question, how much of our tribe slash audience slash listeners saw the links... You could say the max impressions of uh, 13,667, but on it, Fabletics, Microsoft, and CBS are all part of Impact. So, what that means is if one person sees a link from each of these companies, that's technically four impressions. A better way to think about this is website visitors. From January to December, we had 6,279 visitors. I would imagine that is the amount of our tribe slash audience slash listeners that saw the list. Now, we could think about this, that visitors over subscribers would tell us a decent percentage of the subscribers that saw our website. So if we take those visitors, which was 6,279, and divide it by 30,000, well, that's 20%, which isn't really too bad. But we definitely want to get more people to visit the website which means that we have to find brands that are even more aligned with our audience to target. All in all, I would say it was a mild successful year. It could have been better, but again, we weren't locked in on goals up until the writing of this season, so we could have done better. But even having this mild success, what did we do up to this point to earn affiliate revenue? Most podcasts come from large companies or startups with investment rounds. This is the premise of Gimlet's very first podcast startup. It follows its founder, Alex Blumberg, as he tries to secure investment um, to start Gimlet. Gimlet sold to Spotify for more than $200 million in February of 2019. Then there's Wondery. Wondery is backed by Fox. Slate, Slate is owned by Graham Holdings, LLC, which is the company that founded the Washington Post and later sold to Bezos, the founder of Amazon. But it isn't part of Amazon. The list can go on, and eventually you will run into podcast one. So there's a lot of competition for Age of Radio, Uh, but with competition comes grit, I guess. And the point is, when I ran into podcast one at the end of 2018, I learned about their killer deals with each of their shows. They have a killer deals page in each killer deal page. They advertise in this one place uh, each of the show's affiliates and sponsorship promos. Our number one strategy is ubiquity. This is to make sure that everywhere you turn, you see age of radio. So we came up with the bazaar. A bazaar is usually a Middle Eastern market consisting of rows of shops or stalls that peddle goods. The idea would be each show would have their own affiliate links on their page, and then we would have a main bazaar page uh, that you would have all of the company's links. The problem was, as we started growing, I, being the only one of the group who can manage the website, didn't have time to update the affiliate's link on each page. Hell, it is hard enough at the moment updating the bazaar, trying to bring in shows and sell advertisements. So, I slash we changed it to have one affiliate page. That's www.ageofradio.org forward slash bazaar. That's B-A-Z-A-A-R.
1: jinxed again um I to remember to look here and not there um again it's um, only my second like tutorial video anyway welcome and if you saw my previous video then you've seen how I've done my Moana makeup um this is how I love to do it all the time it's very easy it doesn't take as long as other princesses do because obviously it's not as glamorous and we want to keep everything natural in today's video i'm actually going to review a wig that i received um and uh it, it's for moana costume and we're going to go through the review um the wig is from morvali on amazon and i have to say um for the price it is actually a pretty good wig um it was 15.99 or 15 dollars um,
0: that's jessica she is a mid-30s filipino american she has slender brown hair and brown eyes most would consider her attractive She is a previous Miss Asian Arizona. She is obsessed with cosplay, and she is really good at it. This audio clip is a YouTube video of her reviewing a Moana headpiece for a costume she is designing. We were good friends in middle school and most of high school. We had a side project band together in high school called Half Creation. She was the lead singer. She has an amazing voice. She spent many years working for an airline as a, a flight attendant. And we reconnected via Age of Radio. She was going to do a gaming podcast, but decided to focus on Twitch, I believe. I reached out to her to help when I first started trying to build our tribe in 2018, early 2019. We also tried to have her uh, do our Facebook management, uh, but work and life kind of got in the way. What she is able to do when I need her is to make promos for me. So that is what I utilized her for. Here's her doing our first sponsored promo with Onnit.
1: This Age of Radio podcast is brought to you by Onnit. Onnit is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. Through a wide array of products and supplements, Onnit combines cutting-edge science, earth-grown nutrients, and time-tested strategies to help people reach peak performance. Whether you're climbing mountains or biking down them, building businesses or closing sales, chasing PRs in the weight room or running a marathon, Onnit is the brand you want in your back pocket. As one of the fastest growing health and fitness companies in the world, Onnit refuses to bring anything but the very best to the market. Whether it be energy bars, protein shakes, creatine, or their flagship product Brain. On its diverse lineup of products and supplements are backed by science and research. You can save up to 10% by visiting onit.com forward slash ageofradio. That's onitonit.com forward slash ageofradio.
0: Not bad for a company with no backing and a company that is destined to be one of the largest privately owned media companies in the world. Speak it into existence, I always say. The idea was to have promos, like the one you heard read on the show, and then hopefully people will go to the website, find something they like, and then purchase. Then we would be paid, but it didn't work. Well, it kind of worked. It worked because there was obviously a correlation in the increase in website visits. There was also an increase in clicks, but there wasn't an increase in buys. The other thing we did, which I went back and forth on, was we started showing ads in our Facebook group. Only one a week, nothing crazy. Kind of a way to give the addicted to podcasting group the opportunity of special opportunities. It resulted in more clicks, but again, not too many more buys. The last thing what we started to do was do paid advertising through Facebook for some of our affiliates. Again, it wasn't very successful, but if anything, it created awareness. The most successful thing that I think we did was when we ran advertisements across the the network uh, through the audio, which I think is going to drive what we do in the future, which is what I'm going to talk about next. Moving forward, it is difficult to give advice to marketing affiliates or for marketing affiliates because I'm still trying to figure it out. The most important thing is getting affiliates that highly match your audience. Other than that, I'm really game for trying new things, because it feels like I'm right at the edge of getting good at this, and it is slipping through my grasp. If I were to take one action, it would be to add a promo every week about new deals. Most people have to hear something around six to seven times to take action. As we advertise the network and new shows, the new people need to hear the promos for our affiliates. The other thing that will work is retargeting, which we talk about next episode. But other than that, I'm open to figure this out. Now, I found a blog that I mentioned earlier from Cospot. That's C-O-S-P-O-T. Cospot offers project management solutions to online marketers. They're not an affiliate. They also have great blogs for affiliates. They have some advice on how to uh, improve your strategy. Now, number one is get more traffic to your site. This is somewhat obvious, but I just recently started focusing on this. Now, it is a little more complicated than just getting more traffic. It is about getting targeted traffic. The easiest but most cost-effective way is uh, pay for traffic to the site. The, The other way is for search engine optimization. This is something I've gone back and forth with and haven't put a lot of effort into it, and that's mainly because of lack of understanding, but it is something I will put in place, and I recommend you start researching it as well. Two, aim for the end of the funnel. Essentially, you need to solve a problem with your products, or in our case, affiliates. To get to the end of the funnel, the thing you are offering has to be the solution to whatever meets the client's problem. This means that we really have to know what our audience wants so that we're offering them the right solutions. Although, I am not sure how this will work with our content. If we are providing, say, education content on photographs, it would be easy to find answers to certain problems you may experience being a photographer. Solutions like Photoshop or Lightroom. Then, you or I could sell that product to the audience. Since we don't manage the host down to a T, this would be a little difficult. Now I will have to think about this one. The third thing um, that CoSpot mentions is A-B testing. Now, how this relates to ad testing, we will discuss in a later episode, but how it relates to affiliates has to do with placing. Now, we have a few options to test placing. We will continue to advertise to our audience using retargeting, which as I just mentioned, we'll talk about next time. But I'm also going to get our homepage versus our bazaar page. But I'm also going to look at how placement on our homepage um, may or may not be better than placement on our Bazaar page. Since we don't offer a blog, we can't really add links within the blog post at this time, but we do have a plan for that, but that is for a later date. There are some other strategies, but I think they tie into these, but you can read them. A link to the blog is in the show notes for Cospot. I'm going to focus on pushing new Bazaar promos out every week and get them running consistently. I will focus on pushing people to the Bazaar. I'm also going to focus on the highest clicked links. For now, this is the best way for me to tell what people are interested in. For example, Blue Apron is our most clicked affiliate. This will help me close more sales through retargeting. Now, as for uh, A-B testing, I'm going to see if the bazaar is pulling more clicks than the homepage or the Facebook group. The affiliate game is a rough game from what I can tell, but with all my failures, you just get back up and continue. I think direct ad selling is going to be a much better way, but that is saved for another episode. Next time on Age of Jeremy, we're going to look deeper at retargeting, the secret behind online marketing. Age of Jeremy would like to give special thanks to Seth Godin for letting us use his book, Tribes, as the name and jumping off point for season two. Buy his best-selling book, Tribes, linked below. Our season two song is Autumn by Trophy Eyes from their album American Dream, released in America by Hopeless Records. Age of Jeremy was recorded using Steinberg's Cubase, Audio Technica mics, Audio Technica headphones, Focusrite interfaces, and Waves plugins. Check out the links in the description
1: below.